family. And this podcast is about encouraging you to trust yourself again, especially when it comes to business. It's about self-worth and self-belief, and it's about leaning into our intuition for guidance. I know so many women, including myself, who see business as an opportunity to better the lives of other people while creating one we love. But so many of us get lost in the world of business advice. I believe the impact of our business and our connection to our people is really more determined by our thoughts about ourselves and our energy than it is by our marketing strategy. So if you're tired of trying to do business like everyone else, how about we try doing business differently? All right. Hi, Pam. (laughs) Hello. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. Well, I mean, we've been talking already for like five minutes, but we still have (laughs) to like do an intro for the people. Yeah. All right. So I wanted to have you on for a chat because I, well, we're in the same group. We're in the Magic Is You with Michelle and we both love her very much. Um, And I, it's so funny because I think I was in the group for like two days and I saw some of your comments and I was like, I really like this girl. And I was like, I know we're going to get along so well. I could just feel your vibe in the Facebook group. Oh, wow. That's so nice. (laughs) Yeah. And then I I like. (laughs) Two people pleasers not wanting to interrupt each other. Um, And then I went to like uh, stalk you on Instagram and I like followed both of your accounts. And then I just, I just, yeah. And that's where it started. And then we're just like commenting on our stuff and it's just fun it is yeah yeah so um and then at the same time both of us in the in the group and I think Jody was doing this too and we've been reading the um, Mastin Kip book claim your power yeah so um yeah so I guess what I want to talk about is I just I want to get to know you a little bit more and um, here maybe some parts of your story and, um, you know, where, whatever you're comfortable with, like maybe something that you've gone through or that you've healed from or something that you're working through right now or something like that. Just, just anything to get to know you a little yeah. bit better. Oh my goodness. Um, it's, it's really quite, quite hard to tell a little bit about yourself because <laughs> um, you don't you don't know where to begin I don't know where to begin oh well I mean <laughs> um what what really interests me is like what's your personal story so like I want to get to know the woman behind you know what we what we see and everything so just like I don't know um, I can give you something about me and then we can go from there if you want and you can tell me something about you. Okay. Yes, you so, <laughs> okay. So let's say for me, so I really like talking about healing and like things that we've been through and, and our stories because I feel like it gives a lot of context to who we become and kind of what we've learned. And I, I feel like when we share our story, it's the best way to know 
um, not the best way to know some, well, it is one of the best ways to know someone, but it also like instantly connects people together because when I hear your story, whether I've been through it or not, um, I feel like I right away see that, okay, I'm not alone. This person also has gone through something important. Um, and like, because struggle is so, so human, I guess, like we all go through things and I don't like shame. So I really, really like having everything be open and um, I'm comfortable talking about anything and I don't want to, like, I don't want people to feel alone, I guess. So that's why I really like talking about our stories and, and the things that we've healed from and all of that. And not because I think that what we've been through defines us, but because it's like honoring those parts of ourselves that often we hide and we're, sometimes we are ashamed of and, and until that we, until we heal them, often like we want to hide them and we think that either people won't love us if, if we show them or, you know, all of those kinds of things. So that's why I really like opening up about these things and like our stories, because I just think that it's powerful in connecting like each other to anyways, like to connecting people together. So, um, so I don't know, like on uh, Instagram, I often share about my, uh, my dad who's a narcissist and, so that's part of my story. I chose not to have him in my life over two years ago. Um, and the story that I often tell about that is that when I chose not to have him in my life anymore, it's as if I like set a new boundary around what I was willing to tolerate and the kinds of, of relationships that I wanted in my life. And, and when I stopped talking to him, um, like in the months after that, I attracted like my ideal partner because up until that point I had been like with guys who I guess kind of were like my dad who like didn't value me and who, you know, didn't have good behaviors and all that. And they didn't see like my value and my worth. And, and so like when I set that boundary with my dad, it had effects like everywhere else in my life. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm sure that there's something like that for you too. And I know that you're working through things right now with Mass and Kip's book. And it's like, when you heal this one thing, I feel like automatically it opens up so many other things in your life and you kind of, of see more possibilities and it kind of sets new boundaries in some way. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Um, I definitely agree that are bound it's really hard for sensitive people like us to put up boundaries mm. because we naturally we want to care so much for so many people we want to mm. reach out and help so many people that we can but in doing that it does attract other kind of other people that that kind of they drain you in a way yeah. So, but because with boundaries, it took me years to put up my own boundaries as well. And for a long time, I had attracted a lot of toxic people. Um, I even had, I had this weird thing of just attracting really broken people into my life. Mm. Mm. And because I was still quite young sorry sorry I have to do this <laughs> um, I was still quite young and <laughs> trying to 
uh, feel my way into the world, so to speak. Um, yeah. I was just allowing all these people to uh, take from me mm. without really knowing that they were taking so much because I was, you know, wanting to help everyone, please them and put them before my needs. Mm. And it took some time for me to realize, hang on, I'm not being, I'm not feeling really happy with my life or within myself. What is, what is wrong here? You know? Um, Cause I was going through, I, how can I say, I, like you, I had um, men before me, before my current partner, um, they were quite abusive. Um, I've had a really bad luck of run of men in the past. Um, <laughs> depending how deep, how dark you want to get, um, it, I would say. <sighs> How can I put were, it? Were I, they I, emotionally abusive or were they also physically abusive? Um, both. So okay. I, but it was actually one, one was very emotional abusive and one was physic, physical abusive. So it was, it was kind of weird that I had like a round of men who, who, who who just seemed to present a different type of abuse um and it would take me a long time to build up the courage to you know get rid get rid of these men and these people out of my life um and i didn't realize it was because i hadn't put it put up my own boundaries mm. Um, kind of, yeah, it's, it takes a while doing that because I started to also feel selfish (laughs) for wanting to, um, you know, put people at arm's length, Mm. so to speak. Yeah. And you feel guilty. You feel guilty. Yes. Um, but the, as soon as you start distancing yourself from really toxic people, you you start to you start to feel a bit more lighter, I guess. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yes, and that's all I can say for now. <laughs> yeah, uh, can I? I yeah. I just had a, like a couple questions for you about that. Um. Yeah. Because usually when we, from the outside, it looks like all of a sudden we got up the courage to act and like, I'm done with this and this is over. But there's so much work that happens behind the scenes that like builds up to that moment where you decide that it's actually enough and that you want more. Um, So I'm curious like what it took for you or what that moment was where you decided that this is what I've experienced and this is what I'm no longer willing to experience. And this is what I want instead. Yeah. Um, this could be a trigger warning because I did abuse drugs when I was in my younger years. 
um because you know i was young and wanted to experience with life and yeah, all of that no shame, no shame <laughs> at all. and um with the abusive ex we were we did we did a lot of drugs on the weekend um but it got to the point where okay this is because you you're always going to have a feeling within yourself like that gut feeling of something's not right yeah you know you you've got that voice saying you know you you should you shouldn't be doing this you shouldn't be doing that but we don't listen to it because yeah. you know yeah. you're you're in the moment you're living in the moment and you you just I don't and know, you don't trust on, it yes exactly that is exactly right but it took my lowest point was probably when I actually was I saw myself, I caught a reflection of myself in the, in a bathroom mirror. And for the first time, <laughs> it still triggers, it triggers me a little bit. Um, okay. Cause, cause I have, my memory is very vivid. I, I remember details quite, quite, quite well. So whenever I bring up anything, it, it, I also feel all the emotions yeah. that happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, For sure. So yeah, I caught my I caught a reflection of myself in the mirror, and what I saw staring back at me was oh, it was it wasn't nice. Yeah. Um, I saw like my skin was just absolutely like it was almost like a corpse staring back at me. Um, my eyes were just like so they were just flat and dead and I just I went okay I can't I can't go on like this I can't go on living like like I'm dead basically and that's sorry going off here um, with claim your power Mastin Kipps book when he says, when he says that you, you're living life like you're dead, not verbatim, but I had been living my life like as if I was a dead person. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like, no, I have to, I need to clean myself up. And what followed was, you know, very turbulent breaking up because he was quite a, I would say a little bit possessive guy and mm. it took took quite a while to get him out of my life because he actually started stalking me afterwards. He would show up outside of my work on, on the other side of the road, just sitting there on the steps and just like leering at me. Um, and he, he drove, he rode a motorbike. So I knew what, the sound of it was and I'd just hear him going up and down my street that I used to live on and this went on for probably a good two months until I'm like I need to move house I need to move countries I need to just change my identity get the f out of this country but of course that's all very dramatic um 
Uh, but what I had to really do was just focus on myself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's also a really hard thing to do. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, because we get so used to putting like focus on focusing on the outside world and we, we just, if you don't know how to, you know, focus within yourself, feel like you're just, just kind of like drifting in life, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I think you just froze for a second. Um, Can you still hear me? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. You're back. Okay, cool. <laughs> <you> back. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand completely. Um, um, sorry. Yeah. And I, I feel like, because like when you, you were telling that story, and you were like explaining that kind of turning point that you had where you decided like when when you caught yourself like you saw yourself in the mirror there um i i know how those moments feel like and the thing that that i that i like made me think of is it's as if we realize we finally realized that the whole time we were doing it to ourselves and suddenly we realized, Oh, like I actually, like I do have the power to change this yes. because like for so long we feel powerless and we don't feel like it's possible to make a change and we wait for other people to change. We wait for circumstance to change. We wait for things to get better in our current like circumstance until we get to that point where we realize actually no it's always going to be like this and it's my job to actually decide that i want something else yes absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. thank you so much for sharing that <laughs> i got a bit, a bit deep there too quickly <laughs> no i, I love just, it i didn't didn't think i was going to get you know, too intense, too soon. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm that type of friend. Nothing scares me. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So I want to change directions a little bit. And I, there's another side to this, the thing that I started with, where I know that we all have our story. We all have the things that we've been through but there's also something else that we all have and we all have a dream, right? Yes. We all have a picture of what we want our life to be, what we want to create, what we think and believe that we're capable of and what we like, we hope is possible for us. Um, so I want to, I want to touch on that and I want to see who Pamela is and where she's going and what she wants to create and what she sees for herself. Um, you know, <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, dreamy. My big dream. Oh, okay. Cause sometimes oh. I do, 
I do get confused with like you've got your dream, your dreams and then the kind of how can I say materialistic <laughs> dream? Yeah. <laughs> so to speak. Um but hmm I think probably my biggest dream is to have an easy life. <laughs> not too easy. Um, but just, just one where I'm not having my life dictated to with a nine to five job. Mm-hmm. Um, cause for a long time I knew there was something had to be more to life than just, you know, waking up, going to work. I mean, for some people, I'm not, I'm not putting down that nine to five job is bad. Um, it, yeah. it is good that there are jobs out there for people and that there are people who enjoy, you know, doing the nine to five, <laughs> but there is the few of us, the few of us like you and I, who, you know, have a, a, see a bigger picture with life. And Different picture, I guess. I've always, because was a young age, like a child, I knew that there was something so much more bigger outside of myself and mm. this world. And, um, but the thing is trying to find that calling is also another, you know, journey within itself and trying to break down your, you know, your big picture dream is probably one of the challenges that I'm facing right now. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I'm, I'm still working, which I'm grateful for because it's nice having, you know, a stable, stable pay coming in. Mm-hmm. And, but I, I'm also quite conflicted because I know that there is a part of me that really wants to do bigger things. Mm-hmm. And, but right now, trying to find the courage to forge my own path is, has also been another thing that I've been working on. So that's why, um, as I said, that we, once you start working on yourself, it's not just, oh, I've worked on it, I'm done, whatever. Yeah. It's going to, yeah, open up something else. And sometimes that something else is going to be much bigger than the last last thing that you worked on and hopefully by doing all of this you know in a work that we do is going to it's it is leading up to the bigger picture the bigger dream and that bigger dream is to hopefully one day help other other people realize that they have so much potential within themselves to um, break free from the conformities of society (laughs) is how I can put it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think it's just, yeah, it does involve wanting to help a lot, a lot more people as I possibly can before, before I can leave this earth. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but I get um, that. 
I think it's also wanting to have a lot more freedom as well. Um, what freedom looks like to everyone is different. Um, but my sort of freedom is to, I don't know, because just wake up and be able to work on like an art project or work on a film. Um, just having hmm, life of leisure in a way, <laughs> more leisure. Um, because I have grown up to just gotten to know that you need to work, 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 work in order to have a life. But I'm starting to see that is not the case. You really yeah. cannot work, 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 work until you, you know, work yourself into the grave. And I don't want to be, be in that mindset anymore is that, yeah, you have to work in order to have a fulfilling life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hope yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like, uh, how I've had like this thought many times and it kind of comes back. It's, I guess, like one of my personal theories. Um, I feel like a lot of our healing and our inner work serves to bring us to like a normal level. So if you've been through abuse and emotional neglect and trauma and, you know, all of those things, um, there's a lot of healing that needs to be done for us to get to a normal level. And, and a normal level is a normal life where stress and anxiety, well, I mean, stress and anxiety in normal levels is part of a normal daily life, but emotional abuse isn't, you know, constant fear isn't. And just a normal, regular life is you have people you love and love actually looks like it's supposed to be where it's kind and compassionate and patient and respectful. And you have a job you enjoy and uh, hobbies and you feel good in your body and all of that. That's just, you know, that's normal. And so many of us who grow up with abuse and or who have abusive partners, we have sometimes this distorted view where we feel like that normal life is like the biggest goal that it's, that's the thing that we want. And that's the thing that we focus on because it feels so foreign to us because struggle is such a, a daily reality. Um, so getting to that normal level sometimes almost feels like it's too much to ask. Do you get what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Sometimes just having love and doing work you love and being healthy. If you've been abused in any way or neglected, sometimes we don't even feel worthy of those normal things. Right. And and so when we do our healing and we get to having that just feeling worthy of that normal life where we have the love and the friendship 
and just the work and it's just a daily life that's not overly stressful or, or anything like that, then after that, it's possible for us to dream bigger. But until we get there, it's like we don't have that capacity yet to imagine more for ourselves, right? Yes. So I yeah. feel like it's like a two layers of, of, of healing and until we heal. And like sometimes in one area, we're already nor at normal level. And so we, we're able to see bigger. And then sometimes there's other places where we haven't gotten to that normal layer yet. And so we're not able to see that those bigger possibilities. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Yes. Like they say, we're like an onion. Every time you peel something back, <laughs> it's going to be yeah. a new layer. Yeah. Yeah. And and I feel like a lot of us have these patterns that don't necessarily serve us. And until we actually can look at those patterns, it's going to be so hard to um, see what else is possible and to want more. I don't even know if that, I, that really wasn't clear, but because um, you said something earlier and you were talking about, so... Oh yeah. So that's where it made sense in my mind is like, cause you talked about, there were two things that you talked about and you talked about your current relationship compared to the relationships that you had before. Um, and correct me where I'm wrong, but I don't think there's abuse in your current relationship. No, I would say okay. he, I've found my soulmate. <laughs> okay. Good. Yes. Good. Um, it's almost as though I had to go through it sounds terrible that we have to go through certain things in order to get to, you know, a point. Um, like I had to experience these kinds of relationships in order, in order to see what you want in a relationship. And I've always, I've been, a, I've been, I'm a big dreamer when I was a kid and a bit of a romantic. <laughs> um, I've always had like a, a big idealism about love, how it should be, you know, one of those really dreamy and really running off into the sunset with, you know, holding, holding hands and stuff, all the, all the corny, corny kind of stuff. Um, but really what I had learned about finding love was, believe it or not, I had to actually learn to love myself, <laughs> which in that in itself was um, quite difficult to do because learning to love yourself is something that we're not actually taught in school or um, I grew up with oh, yeah. the, with the story that um, liking yourself was something that was you know um like makes you a big head you know you have to be mm. really outrageous and confident to be someone that likes themselves you know mm. sort of thing yeah. and um but it wasn't until going through you know those awful relationships that i had to i had to just be on my own and that was the other thing is learning to be on my own and 
I, that's when I realize, okay, cool. It's okay to, you know, go off and pamper yourself. It's okay to um, be able to enjoy the things that you like doing. Like I can go out and do photography and really enjoy it without feeling guilty that I've been out and about, you know, for hours. And I think it was once, once I've cleared away all of the, you know, cleared away my past and did a lot of letting go. Um, that's when my current, current boyfriend Cam started to show up in my life. Yeah. And it was different though, because we actually, we actually met on Instagram. <laughs> um, we were actually friends for about a year and that was something different because I hadn't really been friends with a male before mm. um, because yeah. I don't know why I didn't see, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I didn't see males as friends, which is, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's. No, I get um, it. Yeah. Yeah. So building that foundation on friendship, it actually opened up to, oh my God, we actually have a lot of, a lot of stuff in common. And yeah. And then it just hit me one day where I'm like, hang on, this guy's really nice. He actually, he actually <laughs> asks me how I'm feeling. He actually checks up on me. He actually cares about me. And that was just like, it was, yeah, it was very, very weird to realize that because you know, I'm, I'm just so used to being used and abused and having someone that was actually gentle and really like, like his soul was just like, you know, really kind. And I think yeah. that also helped me um, let go of a lot of, a lot of other things in my past and, yeah, and here we are three years later. <laughs> I love that. Um, and probably one of the most, I think, I would say calm relationship. I, yes, we have arguments now and again, but that's normal. <laughs> um, but they, they start up just as they, you know, they end just as they quickly as they start. Yeah. Because um, I hadn't realised in the previous relationships how, chaotic they were yeah. um and just how like how on I didn't realize how tense mm. and on edge I was actually I actually was in those old relationships but yeah this one I'm just like wow <laughs> I, yeah I've never been so calm in my life <laughs> yes yeah, so it, it's just it's just amazing what you need to, what life throws at you to experience and realize, okay, that's not what I want. I want this instead. And yeah. Yeah. Go yeah, for it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And also like so much work happens in between where you have to actually realize that you're worth having what you want. 
Yes. Self-worth and worth. Oh my goodness. That's, that's another thing that's quite, quite hard for us to grasp. (laughs) It's such important work. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, it's fine. (laughs) I've lost it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, If you remember, just tell me. Um, So what I love about that story is that uh, you were able to break out of that pattern that you had, the old pattern where you were living those relationships that you didn't want. And you were able to access this new amazing relationship and this, like you called it, your soulmate. And, you know, I think that if you were to recall everything that happened in between, like you just said, like there was so much work that you did. And when it comes to work, and I'm saying this because I'm going through the exact same thing right now of, of, transitioning from the person that I am right now with the nine to five and the ugly middle where I'm like building the thing and you know you have almost no time to do your thing and you're just like asking yourself like who you are and it's just so messy and then after that it leads to the thing that we want and what I love about remembering those things that we've been through and those patterns that we've healed from is like, if you were able to heal that pattern with your relationships and move to having the soulmate that you have right now, what makes you think that you're not able to move from the place that you are right now with your job, you know, and to move that through that ugly middle and then have the perfect soulmate work, you know? (laughs) Ooh. We have the same I, capacity. I know. It's it's also a lot of um, self-confidence, <laughs> self-confidence building. That's what it is as well. And believing in yourself is actually yeah. another hard thing to do in itself yeah. uh, because we have such an inner critic who can just, beat us up and it can really stop you from, you know, changing your life just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But it's the same work. It's the same work that you did. It's the same thing that you did to, 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 to get to your perfect relationship and we're doing it right now. And I know that sometimes it's hard to see like the end picture of what it's going to look like because we have no idea about the how and you I know it's the same for you as it was for me because I had the same thing in my relationship I went from crappy relationships to the my ideal partner he's also my soulmate like I one lifetime with him is not enough like that's how much I love him and (laughs) and like but I know that we're also capable of doing that work when it comes to, to our jobs. And at the same time, we're not like, we didn't know how we would end up with these guys. Right. We had no idea. We couldn't have planned it. Mm -hmm. So we have no idea how we're going to end up in our perfect job situation. We have no idea 
how that's going to turn out and how like how everything is going to fall into place for us to end up there and like doing the, like having the career that we crave. And I get you, like, I have the same desire. Like I just want to help women see their own worth and magic and like heal from their crap so that they can like finally create that life that they really want. You know, like we have such like that important desire and you had, you probably had that desire to have that relationship with you, with your boyfriend. What's his name? Cam. Cam? Cam. Oh, yes. That's nice. <laughs> so I, I'm sure that you really wanted that relationship with Cam. Like since you were young, you were such like a hopeless romantic. And I know that because we have this desire now to do this work and to have that freedom and all of that, I know that it's just a matter of trusting the how and then it's going to happen, but I know it's on its way. Like we cannot be able to go through those things and not be able to figure this out. That's true. <laughs> but that's the thing. If, if we're going to, if we need to help, if we want to help other people, we have to do the, our own work first and foremost. As, For sure. As Michelle, yeah. Michelle says, do your own work first, then business. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, like we don't have to have all the work done to be able to help someone else. Yes, that's true as well. Because like, yeah. that's the thing. Like it's so easy for us to see the magic in other people. Right. Like I look at you and I see so many things. I see so many possibilities and I see everything that's possible for you. And I know that if you were to do like, if tonight you were to have like all these mental breakthroughs about like your self-worth and, and your, your confidence and all of those things, it's only a matter of that because your capacities are already there. You know, it's not about getting better. It's just about seeing that you're enough. Right. And so I know that if you did that work today and you woke up tomorrow morning and you suddenly decide that you were enough, you could be helping those women already right that's true but it's also <laughs> such a it's also such a there's that resistance as well because I also have to learn to trust myself a bit more also because I feel as though that if I want to help other people I need to how can I say because when you put a lot of trust in someone, it can be quite, uh, what's the word? Because we know how trust can be quite, can be quite something that is very important. And I have trust issues also. <laughs> I have a lot of issues. Um, and learning to trust myself in order to have the confidence for other people to trust me is another thing that I need to work on. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that people will have trouble trusting you. I just think that once you do it for yourself, it'll be done for everyone else. Cause I would trust you for sure. Oh, that's nice. no problem with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, it's, it's kind of as if we think that everyone else is, is, thinking the same thing that we are. I had this realization last week and it was so freaking dumb. Okay. We get up with these, like we have these stories in our mind. All right. So 
Um, all right, so what, what you just said was um, people, let's say your, your story kind of thing would be people wouldn't trust me or something like that. Yeah. Um, so that's your thought. We have no way of knowing if anyone else in the world is thinking like Pamela is not trustworthy. I can literally promise you no one is thinking that right now, you know? And I was thinking about that and I was thinking about pricing like pricing our offers because like, you know, as that's a whole other thing. Um, but like charging for our work, sometimes it's a big, like, we feel like it's such a big deal. And then I had this thought and I was like, in my mind, if I were to put out this price, people would be like, that's too expensive, but that's my thought. Yes. I have no way of knowing. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Like my, my little battery thing came on. Oh no, (laughs) that's fine. Uh, But I have no way of knowing if anyone else is actually thinking that it's like too high, right? That's so true. I'm projecting my story. But like if I work on it and I'm like, this is how much it costs to work with me, that's cool. I can can have the same story about other people and, and instead say, everyone wants to work with me and everyone wants to pay what I'm charging. We have no way of knowing which is true, but one of them serves us and one of them, you know, doesn't. Yes. <laughs> right? That, that is so true. It is. It really is down to pricing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it does stump me, the pricing part. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's also why I have hesitated in, putting the work out there too <laughs> for others to oh yeah what's this out and then hopefully and then I'll be like no I should put it out no <laughs> yeah but that's like it has everything to do with our self-worth again yeah what do we think we're worth and like we think everyone else sees the same thing but I see you as magical you know oh <laughs> It's true. Like no one, no one looks at us the way that we do. That is true because it, we're we're too close to ourselves to be able to see ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. And we, it's not even true. What we see isn't even true. It's a story. Yeah, I know. And getting past those stories is probably, yeah, it's, difficult in itself but it's so doable it is doable um but it is hard yeah it's very hard to because these also because I'm quite sensitive as as you know and the reason why I have stayed in my job is because I've had other people project their fears onto me Mm. (laughs) and sometimes I can I can get confused like is that my fear or is it their fear and then I'll be like I'm just gonna stay right here yeah and again it's all about because I haven't I haven't been able to see my self-worth and and no one and no one tells you (laughs) often as well because you're like um 
Yeah. Uh, does, does it make sense right now? It's, um, no, it makes sense. I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I like do, I like comparing the relationship with the business because you had to do all of your work before you were even ready to have that relationship. Right. Yeah. So even if we say that right now we want that ideal career, we're not even ready for it because we have, we're not done doing the work yet. That's true. Yes. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> it's necessary. And like, honestly, like there's no shame in having your job. I have my full-time job and I love that I don't have to put pressure on myself to make this thing work in X amount of time. I am also yeah. super sensitive and I would not be, I don't work well under pressure. So I would rather do it intuitively and take my time and yeah. have it work, you know, on my own terms. Right. Yes. That's good. Good. Oh, point. Good. <laughs> I, I feel like the, money boot camp is so cool that you're doing that oh that was that was a huge step uh because yeah i sat as as you know i sat on the fence for a very long time because i read i have read all of her books um yeah. i even went to one of her book signings oh cool and i'm like and then i had you know i had all the self doubt like this isn't going to work this isn't for me this is already for you know, people who are already wealthy. Mm. Um, it's already, you know, all those stories that you tell yourself because you, you don't want to make that step into making a decision that could possibly change your life. <laughs> um, and that's the thing when, when you have, cause we all sense that we have as we have a desire to, you know, have amazing things in our lives like yeah maybe we a lot of us don't like to admit it but we do we do have you know yeah i want the electric car i want my electric car (laughs) (laughs) so much better for the environment yeah give me all the birkenstocks (laughs) (laughs) that's it and but the the thing is when you grow up in a society where um for me having a lot of money was thought of something as, you know, greedy, evil, selfish. And I went, I went through a phase where I didn't want to be a materialistic person because I, because I know that there are other people that are, you know, worse off than me. And I would, I had that guilt of, you know, wanting to have a better life for myself and it's, and it, yeah, it just made me go, you know what, I'm content. I've got everything that I need. I don't need anything else. But, um, yeah, but when you stay content, you also, it also contributes to staying small and comfortable and not take any, you know, risks in life. Yeah. And that was, So I had to, you know, work through that. And because I'm also, you know, in Michelle's, Michelle and Amy's coaching group, I had to, how can I say, I needed to, 
I've lost my words. Um, I hadn't realized that in order to run a business, to grow a business is you have to have coaches in your life. You have to have, you know, mastermind groups and you actually need to have different coaches in different areas and it yeah. just made sense to me to have, okay, so Michelle and Amy, business coaches, and Denise, DT, money coach. <laughs> so it just made sure. sense to have, to have another coach, and this time it's on money. And when I finally just went, you know what? I don't want to have a repeat next year. I want a completely different next year. Because this year, as we all know, has been quite horrific in some mm. places. <laughs> and yeah. very like, what the? What, what even is this year? Yeah. So, yeah, making that decision and knowing that if I'm going, if I want to change my life drastically in a way, I need to do, you know, um, bigger steps in order to get me closer to to achieving yeah. my goals and yeah. joining Denise's money boot camp was probably, yeah, probably the best decision I made in, in, in this year as well, because, wow. Oh, actually this year has been quite big for joining. Um, yeah. Cause it was this year that I joined planner, planner, passive income planner girl. And then magic is you. Mm. So, yeah, I think this year is in a way, um, what would you call it? Hmm. Big work year. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, in a way, being, being stuck at home has actually been quite beneficial because it's allowed me to join, join these things and become involved in Facebook groups because when you're an introvert, you don't. You don't really want to socialize. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's so um, perfect for introverts online. It is because I hadn't I hadn't realized that. Oh, okay, it's actually not bad. Um, you know, going in Facebook groups and meeting new people and meeting new friends yeah. and stuff. Yeah, um, it's not as traumatic in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, because when I used to hear the word network you need to network in order to have a business and in, in order to grow yeah I'm like oh yeah I don't want to network I don't want to yeah. go to these these meet up these parties that they do just in order to talk to someone and give them a yeah. business card yeah that's awkward that <laughs> is so no. awkward I'll be like yeah. I'll be in the corner going hi it's my yeah. business <laughs> but yeah um now just going in facebook groups is really it's quite it's a lot yeah it's a lot um chill <laughs> yeah i feel like it's just making friends i feel yeah. like we all joined the same yoga studio and we just started talking yes yeah you know yeah it's not like we came together and we're like well let's see what we have in common when it comes to business <laughs> You know, we're there yes. because we love Michelle and Amy. Well, yeah. you know, the magic is you. That's pretty much why we're there. Because it's not, we're not there for the specific business, like 
tactics because although Michelle and Amy are like amazing at it, we're there for their vibe and like everything that they bring and the, per, the people that they are. Right. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. So they, they brought people together just because we all also want that to be super intuitive and to feel like we can, yeah. Oh God, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to okay. feel like we can be ourselves. I think I'm going to plug my phone in. Okay. Give me a quick sec. I'll have to take my sure. earphones out, but I think you'll still hear me. Yeah. Okay. Super professional. <laughs> it's real life, people. <laughs> Wait, what? It's real life. Real life, exactly. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh God, what am I doing? Okay, hi. Oh, good. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's not as good, right? I think I just heard an echo though. Oh crap. Okay. Cause oh, otherwise oh. Maybe I'll bring you closer and I'll be like super creepy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you FaceTime someone and you're onto the phone and you're like, Hey mom. Yes. <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> like when you turn on your the camera on your phone and it's like front cam and you have like four chins. <laughs> oh Everyone has the front cam face. <laughs> yeah. I love reminding myself of that. Sometimes when I like think that other people have everything figured out and you know, millionaires or whatever, I'm like everyone poops and everyone cries and everyone misses their parents. Yes. Yeah, that is so true. I agree. Yeah. Um, so oh, and the other thing is, yes, exactly. Because you also have a perception of what millionaires should be. Like when I yeah. used to envision a millionaire and a successful business person, I actually used to just picture a man in a suit because Back, yeah. back when I was growing up, it was a predominantly male society, male society. And you just see it was all about men in business suits. And that's where I got the story of, okay, so in order to have a lot of money is you need to be a man. And that story has now changed because when I listened to watch one of Denise's callback calls, um, call replays, sorry. Yeah. She's just so her. She, she had her makeup on. She just had normal clothes on and she swore. And I'm like, wow, she's so normal. Yeah. She's such a normal millionaire. And that's yeah. what um, I had to also change the story around is that not mm -hmm. all millionaires are you know these these men in suits and they're actually just normal people and like yeah. michelle and amy they're so normal as well because they don't yeah. they don't come onto calls or like formal and right this is the steps that we're going to do today this is how you're going to grow your you know email yeah. list and which is amazing and yeah and I think that yeah it's it's becoming a lot easier to become a businesswoman 
yeah when you start seeing how normal business owners are yeah for sure yeah I the thing that I really like about that and like before the story was you had to be a white man in a suit to be a millionaire and like wake up at stupid 5 a.m I know you wake up super early but you know (laughs) (laughs) yes I know what you mean yes okay uh because I wouldn't I don't I tried it and I just like I was I had to take naps and it was just don't worry I'll be napping this afternoon too (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) so that was the story that was like you have to be a male whatever in a white man in a suit to be a millionaire wake up at 5 a.m and like you know whatever and but now the story, the new story is if you want to be a millionaire, you have to do all these things that you don't feel like doing and you have to follow all these steps and do all the funnels and do all the tactics. And basically what it says, the new story says you can be a millionaire, but not by being yourself. Yes. Right. Yeah. But what Michelle shows us is she's replacing this story and her story and her new, like, paradigm is you can have the life you want and you can get there your own way right and like you can be a millionaire and you can do and you can do it while doing things that are easy and fun yes exactly but right society can't see that just yet um there's a lot of people there's still such as such a warped view on what a mil- the ideal millionaire should look like and we really do need to have that story change because why not have you know money and be able to have a good life at the same time you know it's yeah. like yeah I think it's we've been we've been told that you have to work your guts out <laughs> You have to work to the bone. You have to, you know, do 70, 100 million hours a day. Not that it's possible, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, To, to build the life that you want. We're not, we're not, um, we're not taught that you can make a living being an artist. You can make a living, you know, being um, a coach. You can make a living on, you know, not having to be stuck in an office kind of thing. Yeah. And that's, I, but I think, I think we're starting to catch up. I think society is starting to realize that people are actually a lot happier when they, they have more flexibility in their job. Um, and I think, I think, I think we're getting there. I think we're getting there. Yeah. Who is society for you? Who is, sorry? Who is society for you? Because like, yeah, because sometimes, um, you know, when we say like everyone says this or everyone, you know, because you say like society isn't there yet. We have this everyone. And when you really think about it, your everyone is like five people. (laughs) Probably the people that I work with. (laughs) yeah yeah it's my everyone yeah right um that is oh that's a good way of putting it yeah 
Um, and because, but that's the thing, because I, you spend the majority of your time with these people, that's, that's all you like get to know how to live a certain way. Um, yeah, we live out the patterns sense. that we see. Like yes. when we're when we're young, we grow up seeing our parents and our siblings, and and then it's our partners, and we live out their patterns as long as we don't choose what we want for ourselves instead. Yeah. So yes. if you grew up with the idea that working to the bone is the norm, and you absolutely have to do that to be successful and to be normal and responsible, then, you know, that you didn't invent that yourself. Like that came from somewhere. Right. Uh, and actually uh, my parents, exactly. <laughs> not begging my parents, not begging my parents. I mean, it's, they have amazing work ethic and they would do a lot of overtime hours just to raise three of their kids. Um, and that's great. Cause it gave me, you know, really good work ethics that I was able to carry on through my life <laughs> um but i but i got to a point where i'm like oh this isn't i can't i can't sustain this for the rest of my life i don't want yeah. to yeah like as i've said work myself into a grave yeah um, i have because i want to enjoy life <laughs> i want to be able to enjoy life for once you yeah. know just and that's yeah, okay the, for sure exactly but the thing is there's also that story of um enjoying life is something that's also only meant to be for the wealthy and already for those who can just jump on a plane and you know be in be in a different country <laughs> um so that was that was another story that i had to stop telling myself is that yeah no, anyone can enjoy life. <laughs> do you yeah. do you know the big leap? I have not read it yet. <laughs> uh, I think you would like it, but he talks about it. He talks about some patterns in the book and uh, uh, Gay Hendricks. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I have it. I have it lined up in my to read list. Yeah, yes. you're gonna love it. But he talks about different fears, right? And there's the fear. So for me, I had the fear of outshining. So I had the fear that if I was successful and if I took up space and if I was shining my light bright and like showing all my potential, that I would make my brother feel bad. Because my brother often felt like I had everything easy and he had everything hard. So I felt guilty. And I, so I had that fear about shining and I, I put that onto other people too. I was afraid about shining other people in my life because I was afraid of what it would mean for them if I was successful, right? So that's one of the fears. Another one, which makes me think of you, is the fear of leaving behind or, or um, going against the people in your life. So yeah. if you feel guilt for allowing yourself to have more because your parents didn't, then, you know, that could be holding your, you back because you have this, it's like this fear of, 
allowing yourself to do something, it's as if it's not allowed in what you grew up with. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. Because um, it's like being a traitor, kind of the feeling that it, it, he was saying, like, it's as if you're being a traitor to, the, to what you grew up with. Does that make, yes. like, yeah. Yes, because I, yeah, I grew up thinking that, well, like, as I said, you have to work in order to enjoy life, but you can't actually enjoy life if you're going to be working, you know, 60 hours a week. It's not yeah. possible Yeah. because by the time the weekend comes, you're so exhausted from doing all those hours during the week. You can't enjoy life because you're too exhausted. Yeah. And that's quite an imbalance. And yeah, just realizing that I don't want to have, you know, that work is up here and my life's down here and yeah. trying to find that happy like equal equalness is going to be yeah. is what I'm working towards now. <laughs> I, I think that it's, it's about getting comfortable or like seeing that if you choose to abandon the work, work, work way of doing life, you're not actually abandoning your family or your parents. Yeah. That's, you know, that is so spot on. Yes. You're just choosing something different for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is scary too <laughs> yeah it is for sure it is it feels so weird sometimes yes that is true yeah so weird sometimes mm. it feels harder when things it feels but it's not but sometimes it feels really hard when things are getting better oh actually yes because you're not, you're like not used to it and you're not, it's like you're not fully in it yet where you're like, yes, I'm worth this. Yes, it's fine. Yes, I'm ready. You know, all of that, you're still yeah. getting there. So sometimes it's so hard to be like fully into it and I don't know, like accepting of more. Yes, exactly. Because I don't know, I, again, I still feel quite guilty for wanting more. Um, yeah. because how much more can someone need when you've got a roof over your head, you're able to, you know, you've got clean running water, um, you know, you've got food in the cupboard, like what more can you want? And that's another thing where it's like, well, I would like more, but yeah, I'm too, oh. you know, yeah, I get it there's this one thing that I like to do like sometimes because um when you choose to do things differently than your parents or your family did it's hard because you do feel guilty for doing things differently and you feel guilty for like wanting more exactly and then sometimes I like do this kind of I imagine in my mind and I, I ask myself like okay, like who would I be or like what would I allow myself to do if I had been born in a family that was super open about money and super artistic and super flexible about doing work and, and very accepting and very, you know, all of that. Like who would I be if I had been born in that family and what would I be comfortable doing now? Mm, that is a good point. Yeah. 
So like, how would you be seeing work and how would you be managing your day and your energy today if you'd been born with parents who were like, no baby, just work whenever it feels good and then it's okay to rest whenever you need it. (laughs) The first thing comes to mind is probably that I would feel really lazy. (laughs) I would feel so lazy. But if that's what Um, you were born with, if that's what you grew up with, yeah. Then if that's your normal, let's say that's your normal, then it's like, mm. yeah, I'm going to have the nap now. So what? Like my, yeah, I'm going to stop working after eight, eight hours today because that's just normal. Yeah. You know, I guess, yeah. It's kind of like stepping outside of our own story and be like, okay, well, there's something else is possible. Like if I had a different upbringing and different parents, I might see things differently. That's, yeah. I imagine, yeah. (laughs) I imagine myself with super open and loving parents. And I imagine myself Mm -hmm. like going into our home and there's like artwork everywhere. And it's just like so original and cozy and there's candles. And I like sit down on the couch with them and they're just like hugging me and they're like, so baby, how was your day? And I'm like, well, you know, it was good. And then I asked them a question and I'm like, what should I do about this? And then, and then I listen to the answer and it's just like, I'm giving myself new parents because it feels better. (laughs) That's that's actually, that's going to be a good exercise to do later, actually. Mm, I'm going to borrow that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do it and let me know. I, yeah. it feels so good. It feels so yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh my goodness. Oh dear. Hmm. I'm so glad that we have this chat. Me so true. Nice. I was very nervous because um, I'm not, this is the first time I've actually done something like this because I don't know. I, I've never really put myself out there because when I answered your Facebook, um, <laughs> your Facebook request, I was like, I typed it out and I went, oh, should I have done that? Oh no. Should I delete yeah. this comment? Should yeah. I? But I went, you know what? This is exactly what I have been working on and that's resistance. And yeah, so here yeah. we are. I'm sorry if the if the beginning was a little bit dark. <laughs> no, I um, love it. It's perfect. Yeah, I didn't mean to get to get there that quickly. <laughs> You're um, not saying that to the right person because I like I getting know. deep and personal. So I know, but yeah, it's also the fact that because I I don't like to make other people that that will be listening uncomfortable. <laughs> um, they can just not yeah. listen. Yeah, that's whatever. true. Yeah. I'm very used to, you know, just putting people before me, as you know. So, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> if it triggers, it's, it's good. If it triggers someone and, you know, you did say a trigger warning, that's very responsible of you. But sometimes being triggered is just a way of telling us where we have work to do. Mm. And if the person oh, you're is very a- wise. Yes. Uh, <laughs> And if she's not ready to see that and if she's made uncomfortable by it, that's for now. And then at some point she's going to remember and she'll be like, all right, I should maybe look at that now. But it's fine. Like, 
I, if we're not comfortable talking about it, I feel like we're not directly, but I kind of feel like it's telling other people that they shouldn't either. I don't want mm. that kind of shame, you know? Yes. I, I love, I love your story. I love that you were comfortable sharing it. I love that other people are going to listen to it and be like, well, you know what? My old boyfriend used to physically abuse me too. And I'm so glad that this girl was able to get out of it. And, you know, if someone listens to this and she's in a relationship right now with an abusive partner and she listens to you and she, you know, she can watch out for that moment and know that it's coming where there's going to be this turning point and she's going to be like, all right, I've had enough, you know? So I don't, I don't believe in that getting too deep and whatever. I feel like it's exactly what the world needs. Yay. <laughs> yeah, that's true actually. Yeah. Cause I am very used to just keeping everything in. <laughs> um, I am the yeah. exact opposite. I, I used to, but yeah. now I, uh, I make people uncomfortable. I make them cry. I ask <laughs> intense questions <laughs> And you know what, like it always ends well because the truth is that it shows people who they are and it makes them feel seen and heard. And I love truth and honesty and openness and emotion. Like my, my uh, boyfriend's family, they're not very emotionally expressive. And mm. I come along and I'm like, so what's your like biggest childhood, you know, thing. And at, you know, at first it's like, they, they're kind of like, whoa. And then at some point they like, they start answering my questions and then, you know, fast forward like months into the relationship, we're around like the dinner table and I ask a question and everyone's answering and people are crying. And it's just like <laughs> the nicest like moments of, of honesty and like openness and truth. And I'm like, of course I want this. Like, of course, if someone can feel seen and heard, like, for sure. I want that humanness and I want that instead of like keeping it for themselves and feeling alone and closing off, you know, like, yeah, like cry, tell me the story, like, you know, do all the things. Like I love that. So <laughs> oh, anyway, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I have a good podcast for that. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So, um, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, I'm honored and I, I also want to leave space for you if you want to tell people about you and what you do. And if you want to just tell us whoever you're trying to attract <laughs> or who you're calling in or, you know, what, what's next for you or something like that. Oh, what's next? Uh, <laughs> well, or what you're working I... on, you know, whatever, whatever, um, oh. I like to keep my ideas secret. <laughs> oh, I know that. But I mean, like, I what ideas have you talked about that you just want to share with us? Oh, okay. Um, I just want to be able to help people al allow themselves to go for the dreams that they, you know, keep quiet, keep locked in. Yeah. Um, I just become, just hopefully become an example inspiration to others to you know okay if she can do it I'm gonna do it too and yeah yeah I just want to help 
that's all I want to do. I just want to help people <laughs> in some way yeah. um, and just be able to, you know, it's, uh, I don't know how to form it into words, just feel more, <laughs> so to speak, yeah. if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, Cause I do know that because I used to close myself off a lot off of my feelings mm. um, because I know that feelings can be something that we're afraid to experience because of what it can bring up. Um, yeah. So I just want to be able to help people open up more, I guess, kind of like what you're, what you're doing. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. Healing, healing in a way, healing others. Too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And if I can be completely honest, I think you're already helping people. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it is. I'm, I'm glad if it is. Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why, because I, <laughs> I see you showing up like consistently, which is like so good. You know, that's already so hard in itself. Um, but I see you, like you show up and you're, you are, you seem to be like so fully yourself and for at least like, cause that's what I've seen. I see you like, you're so owning your style, like just the fact that you look the way that you do. And like, I see like your house and like, I see your work online and I'm like, this girl is comfortable enough to show who she is to the world and through your style and your home and through your work. And you are telling people like, if she can do this, then so can I. I'm glad. <laughs> you know, because you are showing people that it's okay to be yourself and it's okay to to, know, to focus on what you enjoy and what you like and to create things that are beautiful and to, that represent you and all of that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's really oh nice. Oh my goodness. And, I hope so. Yeah, and because and, that's one thing for me that's so impressive is I, I have struggled with that, with representing who I am in the way that I dress and in, in the way that like, like I also have tattoos on my, I have like kind of like, you know, big ish tattoos on my legs and I love them. And like, <laughs> to be honest, those tattoos, I feel like are the parts of my body that represent me the most mm. because it shows the externally, like who I am inside, you know? Yes. Oh, that that's sense. a good point. Yes, it does make sense. Because I did, I actually used, I would call my tattoos as um, my open, my open journal <laughs> to people. Yeah. Even if, if they can't understand it, they can just, you know, they just look at them. Um, because actually, this, yeah, my tattoos are actually different phases of my life that I've overcome. And yeah, so yeah. my whole body is pretty much my journal too. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah. So do you want me to send people to somewhere? Um, do you want them to go to your Instagram or your shop or 
They can go wherever, Instagram, because um, I usually plug my, my shop on there anyway. So, Okay. Yes. Yeah, and they'll be Instagram able to school. see your, your – oh, because you do vlogs, so you're on YouTube oh, as well. Oh, yes, and I'm on YouTube too, which is – which has been another, <laughs> another experience in itself. Yeah. Yeah, um, putting it's all yourself about, out there. Yes, yes, because yeah. I did say this year I had to – get myself out there I even told Michelle that my word for this year was visibility I love that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that so much yeah. because like it's so funny because the difference between you being seen by people and showing up and you hiding is just you healing the like the belief that you're not enough because you're not like but we want to see you, right? We want to see <laughs> you as you are, like your full self, which means like, don't change, just get more comfortable being her, I guess. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still looking forward to it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Well, thank you so oh much my goodness. <laughs> what? Oh, it's a good, good chat. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thanks for me bringing too. me on. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I really enjoyed I it. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your beautiful stories with us. And um, oh, it's just so nice. I'm just, I just feel so lucky to connect with women like, like you and all of the other women that are going to come on. So so exciting uh, i can't wait to see the rest of them yeah uh, all right well thank you so much and i hope that you have a nice day and i'm really looking forward to uh seeing you shine online and you too <laughs> thank you let's all shine <laughs> yeah let's yes. do it yeah yes all right thank Take you care you <laughs> too enjoy your night all right i will Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'll close it. It's fine. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>